Kevin, you got some new toys uh, as far as, and, and we're going to dip a little bit into home automation. Um, of course, Dave's got a uh, Dave's got a forum for that, homeautomation.com, I think is just what it is. Um, that's available out there as well if you want to jump into the home automation space. We've been talking a little bit about that. You've got some geeky, you know, a, a month or two ago, we talked with John Zadler there about his train sets and stuff and these little tiny parts that come with it. Of course, I've talked with John Zadler, too, about the Raspberry Pi and uh, and those little pieces Kevin, you got some cool stuff. I'm going to throw the camera over to you, all right? So that because uh, you want to show these things, so I'm going to throw sure. the camera over to you. Show us what you got there. This sounds pretty interesting. Okay, so this uh, it's a company I've heard about for quite a while. It's a company called Little Bits, and they make these little modular um, electronic devices. Uh, so think of little modules that are. Uh, motor controllers and switches and power supplies and, and a variety of things. Uh, and I always wanted to buy into them, but I just never quite got the, the, the jump to get into it. And then about two weeks ago, they had an announcement that they had come up with a, a cloud-based uh, controller. And it was basically a way to connect their devices up through their website into a cloud. So I'll flip my uh, camera over to the, the other camera. No, I didn't mean to do that. Let's. Oh, and there he goes. <laughs> did we just lose him? <laughs> he did. He cl he clicked the hang up button. Clicked on the hang up. He will come back here in uh, in just a second. So. Yeah, John Stutzman says, I'd like to hear what uh, you settle on, Keith. So um, that would be good. Keith, I need to have you on the podcast. Would you, would you consider that? We Maybe we can bring you back, talk about your quadcopter, maybe in about three or four weeks, talk about your quadcopter as well as your the storage decision you go with. Remind me of that if you would, Keith. That'd be great. Kevin, uh, click the wrong button. Good to have you back. <laughs> Do not. I, I feel like uh, Apollo 13. i got to put a sticker up there. Don't, don't disconnect the command module. <laughs> don't disconnect the command module. All don't right. do it. Don't do it. So um, I'll flip over to my life cam. So these are the little modules, and the uh, the guy in the middle is the cloud controller. Um, little Wi-Fi connection on there, and that ties back into Wi-Fi and sends you uh, up to their website. These guys all just kind of snap together, so they're little magnetic connections. That's a motor controller chip. The uh, guy up front here is just the power powering off USB. The center guy is a controller that uh, talks uh, back up to uh, the the little uh, little bits site. Um, I think you can see the little motor there. And uh, basically now, if I go to on my screen, I'm on my cloud control setting, and if I tap the button on the website, the uh, the uh, as soon as I get back in connection here. All right, you know it's a good demo when it dies. We'll give it a second to come back around. Yeah, no sweat. The uh, um, the uh, the automation factor on it is one of um, if this if this then that. So the idea is as you put these things together and start uh, working with them. There, the motor's running. I had to wait for it to turn green. It takes a little while to reboot down there. But basically now I'm able to control that motor from the website. The, the button aspect is just a way to show that you're actually making it talk. And, you know, no, the USB is only for power. So this is basically commands coming from Little Bits website um, over the Internet down to the wireless on here. 
So you know, what are what are some of the things you could do with this guy? Um, you know, people have already kind of taken this motor control and hooked it up to an old thermostat and let the arm move the thermostat back and forth to turn the temperature up and down. Um, you know, a lot of little robotics projects with it. Um, if you go up to uh, Little Bit's website, there's, uh, there's all kinds of little projects that people have done. And frankly, uh, you know, uh, Jim's done quite a bit of stuff with STEM. Part of my motivation with this is I have a nine-year-old daughter, and she she likes uh, snap circuits. is is one she likes that is just snap together electronic circuits, uh, voice control, voice synthesizer kind of stuff. And then this was the next big step for us uh, is to jump into these. Now the other pack I got from um, from Little Bits is the. Um, I also have a hard time pronouncing this, Arduino. So for some of the embedded guys out there who've played with Arduino before, um, uh, I, I got their starter kit from, uh, from Little Bits for Arduino. And part of the reason I picked Arduino is uh, SmartThings, the home automation guys that I've started working with here, um, those guys uh, have a board that links Arduino circuits to SmartThings. So it basically does the Z-Wave connection. It's either Zigbee or Z-Wave into SmartThings. So if you made a controller or a sensor or a monitor of some kind, which the little bit stuff has a lot of the sensor, light sensor, dimmer kind of functions, um, you can basically start building your own circuits and have them tie back into um, um, your SmartThings system. And... Uh, if this then that has smart things connectivity so you can use trigger points from smart things to make things happen with the little bits technology as well that's very cool just John think about that on a train man yeah well I was thinking is uh, yeah the reality is uh, see like those little motors they're stepper motors you know so there could be they could be very precise you know of how many revolutions you want it to go you know like an exact distance you know it's not they don't just turn like fans you know they yep. you could see the little holes there you can adjust and uh, what some of the guys do on train sets actually is like underneath they have a um, it's not a coil but it's they, they put these stepper motors and then it connects to the uh, through like a wire. It connects to the pinups up above where there's the turnout. You know, so it actually flips. Uh, like it, it pulls the wire, and as it turns, it'll pull the track to one side, and then you have it turned in the other direction. It pulls the track. So you can, you know, I guess, you can do something where uh, you know somebody's running his trains, then you wire, you know, remotely. You know, you're at home and you press the button, and you derail his train. You know, <laughs> <laughs> or you control somebody's track remotely, right? I mean, you could have cameras set around the track or whatever. I mean, we're using model trains as an example, but it could be a variety of things. Remote control options for, uh, you know, for any of those things. Kevin, so. The two, the magnets, those just pass power through, right? Is that right? There's just power going through those. Uh, the, the magnets just pull them together. The oh, okay, um, yeah. yeah. Bring that do, into the camera view a little bit. There we go. If you oh, can perfect. see the camera, yeah, view, that's great. Yep. There's three pins on each of these, and I have to believe um, I should have did a little more research on it. I have to believe it's one of the uh, embedded buses like I squared C, which is like a three-wire bus connection for for embedded control. Um, so they're passing power and ground, and then um, the control signals just kind of pass through in a serial bus fashion. So I think they swiped that off, that idea from uh, the micros, the surface uh, touchpad, and all of that. You know, the magnetic <laughs> touchpad. Actually, 
be, might, might be the other way because these guys were out before them. <laughs> Microsoft might be in trouble on that one. So the USB is the power coming in yep. all, all the way over to the left, and then you've got the controller in the middle. Yep. And then the you've got that circuit that's running the motor. Yep. But you could connect a variety. What what other kind of connections do they have? Um, so yeah, this is a sound trigger that um, I'll just read a few of them off that I've got. It's a sound trigger, so you could set that as a trigger point if the doorbell rang or you know if a noise went off, it would trigger whatever circuit you had going. Um, obviously, push buttons are uh, available. Um, in the other pack, there's a dimmer switch and a photosensitive uh, to so if the light goes down, it can trigger off that. Um, there's motion sensor modules, so you could uh, build your own uh, motion sensor devices. Uh, so any kind of um, think from terms of uh, either output from a dimming point of view or from a control point of view, um, volume control, moving volume up and down. Um, so just any of your basic control functions uh, from a, a sensor switch or control point of view. I like it. That's pretty cool. And all those have those modules, and I just they'll stack one. Yep. I mean, so you can stack one on if you wanted the like the doorbell one, the on and off. You could put that on the end of the green all the way to the right. You could slap yep. that on there, and it and it would. Yeah. yeah, and you have to think of it in order of what you're trying to do. So the, the simple circuit they first have you do is power and a switch and the motor, and then, of course, you push the power button. You push the button down and the motor turns. So it just okay. it gets you started with the flow, and, and I don't think you can see it, but there's little arrows on here to make sure you plug them in the right way so that the flow of the circuit always Got goes it. the same Got way. It. That is a dynamite STEM tool. I mean, oh, you're not you're not you're not lying. That's I mean, as you show, this is awesome. Yeah, I think this would be, and and they have uh, 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 pretty good sized discounts for uh, STEM. Mm. So I mean, th this would be a great project. And, and like John said, these are real servos. These are real stepper motors. So um, you could hop into these and do lots of lots of interesting projects out of them. Oh, very cool. No, that's awesome. I yeah, I think it just gets better. You know, it's get, oh, yeah. it's weird that we're back to these, you know, we, we got really high tech for a while and now we're kind of back to simple circuitry using that very, very small tech that we've, you know, we got so much better with chips and making them smaller and now they're able to embed this on simple circuits, but turn those simple circuits really into some dynamite useful, you know, which now are all internet connected, right? The internet of things. And so this is the beginning of that, of that process. And uh, in a way that really you could get kids engaged, but I don't know, Kevin. I mean, what what's your plan with this? What what made you want to buy this? What was the the impetus for that? You know, it, like I say, it's it's kind of with the with a nine year old uh, daughter. Uh, she likes to play with this kind of stuff. Um, the other big thing, from my point of view, is on the home automation thing. I'm already starting to run into things that don't exist. So I've I've put uh, Schlage uh, door locks on two of my doors that are controlled through smart things, but um, nobody makes a electronic lock for a patio door because uh, sliding glass patio doors there's no standard to that, and I got to looking at it and I'd probably need a motor stronger than this one, but you know thinking about the function of just moving that lock arm up and down on a uh, 
patio door, um, that might be one of my first projects to tie in just to prototype it with this, see if I can get it to work, and then uh, you know see where we build out. Oh, very cool.